0: Kia ora, welcome back to Flying the Fern, powered by New Zealand Stories, Fernmark Licence Programme and produced by Raw Collective. This series is all about telling the real-life stories of well-known New Zealand businesses that carry the official Fernmark logo. We dig into how they came about, the challenges they've overcome, and their contribution to the reputation New Zealand businesses have around the world. Kia ora, on today's episode we have David Thompson, co-founder and CEO at Book Me Bob. BookMeBob is believed to be the world's first tech company enabling accommodation guests to book via an AI-powered chatbot. Not only that, but the bot can answer questions, take payment, and regurgitate individual policies and availability any time of the day and night. It not only understands multiple languages, but it can have more than 2,000 conversations at once, and it can identify when it needs to hand over to human colleagues. It might sound like a small piece of convenience, but it's become hugely popular in hotels, resorts, convention centres and government tourism bodies across Australasia, Asia, Europe and the Middle East. This is a super slick tech product that's been developed and sold from right here in Aotearoa. And of course, they're helping develop the global reputation for New Zealand's burgeoning tech sector. Well, kia ora, David. Welcome. Thank you very much. Now, if you were a visitor to New Zealand, what's the one thing you should do, what you must do? I've
1: been living here 22 years, proud Australian, and I still haven't seen everything I want to see. I reckon get out into the region straight away if you've only got 10 days. um, Hit Hawke's Bay, great Pinot go down to Queenstown, great adventure activities, come back up to Northland. um, So much to see and do.
0: Brilliant. Oh,
1: you're a good advertisement. We should put you on
0: TV. Um, and I noticed you're not wearing a fern, so let me Ooh. just give you that there. Fine. You I finally got
1: a badge on. I've taken two years, but thanks,
0: David. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a spare one. Now, tell me a little bit about Book Me Bob. Where did the idea come from?
1: Like all good startups, normally over a beer. And um, for myself, 27 years in hotels, i working for the largest hotel group in New Zealand. The owner said to me, what's this thing with artificial intelligence? Yeah. Can it help the hotel industry? And I sort of Laughed at him, nah, no way. Hotels are made up of people. That's the difference between a a hotel room is actually the staff. It's the people give a sort of life and breath. Um, He turned around to me and basically said, David, you're going to look at it. (laughs) So, okay. Um, And then when I did some research into it, I went, wow, maybe there's an opportunity for automation and also to drive more bookings directly to web pages to get away from the big bad online travel agents and um, the light bulb moment went off. I then went out then, had a look around who's actually using it. Not a great New Zealand company was actually e New Zealand's the first to have and a Oscar, AI Oscar. Think, yeah, yeah, Oscar. Oscar four years ago wasn't that great. Uh asking, can I park a car? And don't understand what times of flight, don't understand. But that's just down to how AI works. Right. Um, and it takes just, a while so, to learn, yeah, doesn't correct. it? You have to train them. Oscar now is a hero. He can do anything. And that's where I saw the moment, light bulb, okay, who can do it? And I thought to myself, um, if Oscar's the best, there's got to be someone better. So I looked at other industries and yeah. this name kept popping up, Andy Namani. I uh, was doing some great stuff on AI conversation. Went to him, uh, had a meeting, formal meeting. We then went and had some beers afterwards, brainstormed. Six weeks later, he prototyped the business. Oh, yeah. I went, wow, um, I want in on this. And I actually seed funded the company from there and um and he here we well, are. Here we are today. Three years later, three different countries. Not
0: the easiest three years for the
1: hotel booking uh, no. sector. I'd have to say. Not at all. Um, I'm not divorced yet. Uh, I should have been from my wife. Uh, We launched our product actually two months before COVID hit the world. We went to Bali. Um, Bali is the world tourism capital pre-COVID. We wanted to test the product up there. There's about 300 hotels in the space of five kilometres, hoping for one contract, came back with 30. So we knew we had a winning product. Wow. Wow. And then when we went to see the contracts come on board, in Bali basically said, hang on, there's something wrong with the market. Instead of running at ninety eight percent occupancy, it was running at ninety-two and that's never happened in twenty years, and it was China pulling out early. So wow. and then so from there. We had a, to unravel. Un- unravel, and then next minute we know six weeks later in March we're in lockdown um, talking to my wife. She said, are we going to lose our house? And I go, no, no, I, I know what I'm doing. So, But we knew our technology was yeah. solid and we actually pivoted into other industries, hairdressing, retirement homes, started going down that road. So many
0: stories about that silver linings that you find during the COVID period. But, and then it made your, gave you the time probably to make the the booking
1: engine even more robust. Correct. And from there, we've not looked back. We're now in 13 countries today, David. And last week, Fiji. We got our first product in Fiji. Fantastic. Congrats. Now,
0: I've noticed the product is not just a boring old bot, it's actually got a bit of personality.
1: Yeah. You've built that in. Yeah. I try to build as much Australian as I can. No, just jokes. No, we've got the (laughs) Kiora in there. On a serious note, that's where, We've made ourselves different to the other 25 AI chatbots that are out there that specialize in hotels, customer service. We make it feel like a human, and we've had conversations where people think it's a human and it's really robots. Uh, wow. That's the cheering test. That- Correct. Strictly speaking, and we, if i have be nerdy the, for a moment. We've got that in the KPIs in the future to be first accredited. Oh, so, oh so really? So that's so a future. How do you get
0: the tone right, though? Because, you know, it's so nice to be have a bit of a friendly tone, but you've got to pick your moments, obviously.
1: Yeah, um, that's part of the secret sauce, David. Can't tell you that. Don't know who's listening, how big your listener base is. but <laughs> oh, it's, huge, pr- huge. it's pretty big, mate. You are the Mr. IT Tech, so I feel <laughs> like I'm talking to God today. So for those that don't know, David's well-known in the tech industry. So, oh. oh, that's good. I've got a question for you. Okay. One year into the job at Fernmark. Yeah. How are you going? Oh,
0: loving it. I mean, across the New Zealand story, we've got lots of things going on. Fernmark is, you know, the most visible in terms of its a brand that we allow companies to put on to their their products and things like that. But also, we're doing a whole lot of work, for example, around trade missions and major events and working with sectors of New Zealand to um, help them tell their story. Did a whole lot of work with the technology sector recently, as you might know. Yeah.
1: No, that's fantastic. That's good.
0: Now, can I can, can yeah, I have the yeah, answer yeah. question thing? Yeah, you can ask me any you want. But speaking of the fern, mac, because, and we'll come back to Book Me, Bob, yeah. the product and the business, but the fern, mac, you mentioned it. You're a Kiwi tech company, and yet you're proudly, you know,
1: carrying that silver fern out there. What's in it for you? I'm actually very proud where I live in this country, and New Zealanders probably underrate how we're viewed internationally. We're viewed as Switzerland, but also very, we punch above our weight. Um, we're a proud nation and we're in demand. Like, we get in there, get stuff done, we think outside the square. Yeah. We've always been up against the rest of the world. We don't realise it, but it's in our DNA to yeah. compete and we compete to win. Yeah. So and that's why Firmark is important to have on your business or to be flying the countries best of the best.
0: Yeah, shows that you're proudly from yeah. this country and has a great reputation. Definitely. The technology sector is one that people don't necessarily buy technology because it's where it's from, but they do buy because of the people behind it yep. you know, and the trust that they put in it.
1: Yeah, and there's some amazing tech companies have started in New Zealand, um, you should know this, FPOS, yeah. you know, it was New Zealand's a great test country for any technology because we're the first in a time zone for a decent-sized controlled population. So a lot of testing is done in New Zealand, um, you know, the electric fence, you know, some amazing things have come from this country and hopefully one of the best AI chatbots in the world. That's right. Bob. Bob.
0: Nice. So speaking of Bob, you know, it's okay to build a piece of technology, but then actually trying to describe to companies what it's going to do for them, what's the advantage for them, how do you sell it? Like what's the USP, if you like? Yeah,
1: the uh, USP, uh, so we've got a strategy behind us, but we're going B2B first, so we're going straight to the hotels. And then it's actually organically grown from there. Our USP is actually our deep knowledge, our team, our New Zealand team, which are all specialists in hotels. We made up on 90%. And then our little 10% are the Diamonds, which is our computer programmers uh, who are some of the best of the best. Um, we hide them. We don't let them out. We don't let them on the podcast. So <laughs> Just give, give us some CVs, CVs that yeah, yeah. we can hand them um, around. But with our products, actually our deep knowledge of understanding hotels. And so I can talk to the AI coder and say, this, is what we want from a customer service point of view. Yeah. Instead of the AI person building the technology first and then giving it to us to sell, we go the other way, say what we want first. Do you find that consumer sentiment has shifted? Because a few years ago, you
0: know, and actually probably 10 years ago, you know, things like the taxi companies started to try and use automation, mm-hmm. voice automation. And actually the consumers at the time weren't ready and it kind of fell off again. But consumers
1: now probably much more aware of technology and its role in things like bookings. Uh, Very much, we've actually had to make a major platform change in the last three to four months. So, two years ago, three years ago, humans were behind technology. The AI was smarter than the human. And so they would ask, When are you open at a hotel? Do you have a restaurant? Just a simple one line question. Three months ago, we're getting paragraphs of conversation from the human to the AI, thinking the AI can understand it. Right. How the AI actually works is all on intent, so it understands the first sentence. So we've actually now changed our platform to limit it to 50 characters. So while we catch up, we are already working on the next right?
0: Because we're not looking for a relationship yeah. here. You're just no. booking a hotel room. We don't need your <laughs> yeah, life exactly. story, mate.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. so that's quite cool. That's quite a, um,
0: a nice thing for you to, to know that people are behind the you know? almost having, having a chat like yeah, cool. with what they think is a human yeah. being.
1: Um, we also put it. There, um, we another part of our secret sauce. We we make it feel like you human. Jokes you can talk to the robot back and forth. Um, oh, yeah. The retirement home people love it. In fact, because they just sit there and ask jokes all day long, So <laughs> <laughs> keeps them occupied. So. I must tell my mother about it. She loves
0: uh, asking chatbots for for jokes. Clearly, it's you've hit a sweet spot. Yep. Where do you think it could take you? I mean, is it is bookings and those sort of question things? That, is that the final thing, or you've got a destination uh, for this?
1: We've got a big roadmap. Like all startups. The dangerous thing is to go down too many rabbit holes. Um, we've been down quite a few in the last two years. Yeah. We're going to stay laser focused. We've got a sister company. Actually, we've got three products. We've got Astora, which is the first AI voice product where you can book your doctor's appointment. Oh. Uh, we're doing that in Hawke's Bay at the moment, and we've got a major Australian firm that wants to roll it out to 150 cardiologists. And we've also just launched an. AI voice and also voucher system called AVA. So, where you can book online vouchering systems. Because in travel now, no one knows if you're going to travel the next 12 months, but yeah. you want today's prices, but you want to block it in. Um, so, you want a voucher. So we've built one of the first seamless systems there, which we yeah. think could put us up there with one of the fastest unicorns, hopefully in New Zealand. So that's yeah. my goal. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That, I mean, that's quite a different business model. It's because yeah. you're now actually controlling the product, not just being an interface into it. Yes. You know, with that voucher system, is that something you're you know you're diversifying?
1: Yeah, uh, we didn't see it coming, but. Uh, the customers ask for it. We've got some big conversations going on some global tech companies at the moment who yeah. actually just want to take our product. So, yeah. white labeling, licensing opportunities, you name it. Sort of, but the great thing is it will bring back revenue to New Zealand. Um, the IP is based here in New Zealand, so. We've been approached by other governments to move offshore, but we stayed loyal. So um, stay behind you, Dave. We Good need, on you. To, need you to tell a story. Good on
0: you. Yeah, exactly. And now you also got, as well as the Dora one, you've got Ask Me Bob, yeah. which is for hairdressers and yeah. hang on. It says here hairdressers, viticulturalists. That seems like a random choice, and retirement villages. That's three random things you just jammed together. What's the connection?
1: The connection there is obviously alcohol (laughs) Uh, because you had the addresses
0: don't have a lot of alcohol. Oh,
1: you'd be surprised if you haven't had the right salon. So (laughs) you go to um, the vineyards, to be honest, again, hospitality. Um, They've got no staff to be on the cellar door or people asking about or ringing up on the phone call, hey, I want to get a 2002 Savion Blanc, you know, what do you recommend? Yeah. All that information is probably on the web page. Humans are just too lazy to find it. So the chatbot sits there, does it all, makes the booking if they want to come in for a wine tasting. So got that going on there. Some, Ooh, so um, it's
0: basically scraping in the background, yeah. scraping their websites and then just surfacing it in a different way. Correct, yeah. Ah. That's, that's, do you have a voice interface
1: into yeah, any of these systems? We do. So that's our, for our our store product, which yeah. is booking the doctor's appointments. So we can handle a thousand calls a minute, which the healthcare is screaming out to, and that actually led us into our second Microsoft program that we got chose for. The first one was Highway to 100 Unicorns. Uh, that was back in 2021, so yeah. top 100 startups in Asia. Um, Microsoft put us in that cohort, which is a bit of an honor considering I'm a hotelier, <laughs> so yeah, i a little bit out of a league. And then last year they heard what we're doing with AI Voice and they put in the top 32 startups for social global impact Um yeah. Microsoft set us a challenge to get to get a hundred doctor surgeries on board. Yeah, uh, they want to release it to the world. So uh, where the ones dragging the chains? So. That's brilliant, but it's uh, quite exciting. It so, is,
0: and so I, I love the idea that you you know you're managing to sort of find these other niches where your technology can help. Yeah, and I just want to assure the people who are listening that aren't watching the video that you are actually a human being. <laughs> eh? Yeah, I am, mate. So. Oh, okay. And if I call up the Book Me Dora, yeah. will I get your
1: voice or well, something a bit better? Something a bit better. We <laughs> can go thirteen different accents. We've um, hedged our bets as well. Um, it's quite interesting between Amazon and Microsoft. Both have got amazing voice products. So what Book Me Bobby is and our store, we've developed AI voice or AI chatbot solution as a base level. We're another layer on top, and that's where the IP sits. And we're just making their products better.
0: Right. And so it's so, aggregating together. Yeah,
1: and, and we're using it. both lots and we're keeping everyone honest and um, end result is the customer is the winner, what we um, produce. Brilliant. So you said you're on this uh, pathway
0: to Unicorn. We should just explain what Unicorn means for people who don't know.
1: Uh, unicorn, uh, not many people can say it, but there's probably four or five in New Zealand. Um, Zero is probably one of our world, more well-known ones. Um took him 10 years to get their raw jewelry from Hawke's Bay, where I'm from, so um, I'm always up for a challenge. My personal mandate for my CEO status is to be the fastest unicorn in New Zealand. So I'm year three, so I've got three years to do it, three to four years. So So we
0: still have to explain what it is because now people are even more confused. It's not the mythical beast with the horn. It it is a privately held company that reaches a valuation of $1 billion before it has to go public. Correct. And you're on track, you reckon?
1: Yeah, we're on track, definitely. Uh, we're going to be off to America next month to open our office there. So oh. the land of the opportunity is America. It's the Wild West, uh, over 100,000 hotels.
0: Wow. That's like Coles to Newcastle, isn't it, Going, to yep. taking technology for an industry like a hotel industry to the US. Yep. Where are you
1: going to base yourselves? We've done a lot of research and actually thanks to Fernmark from another little pilot program where, David, you talked me into helping out the Marion University. They gave me some interesting stats on various states. Um, I gave them some projects to look at. And they came back with Nashville, Tennessee, and it's not because of country music. Um, it's Actually, it's the second biggest tourism state inside of America. Fifteen yeah. million visitors a year go to Tennessee. Um, it's also where all the bachelorette parties are. Vegas goes for the boys and that's where the girls go. So uh, we looked at that in case the borders do shut down in the future, that we're in a stable state. Yeah, and amongst um, perhaps, in amongst your customers, In amongst your customers, and also tax reasons. And we we look outside the square as well. We go against the grain and want it to be somewhere different. Well, it's a
0: very thoughtful game. Yeah, lots of New Zealand tech companies are now starting to think about diversifying away from Northern California, which has traditionally been where they land, into places like, I hadn't heard Nashville before, but definitely other parts of the Midwest and and the South.
1: Um, Very close was actually Denver, Colorado. I've spent a lot of time there. There's actually 35 New Zealand tech startups there, which is quite amazing. It's quite a cluster now, eh? It's wonderful. It's good to see. And you support each other when you're offshore. Yeah, we sure
0: do. Flying the fern, as we like to say in terms of that new zealand reputation what do you think is the value of new zealand you know and and who do we stand for what do we stand for as a country when we go out into the world
1: we stand for a lot of things we're the underdogs we punch above our weight. We're a friendly guy. We're everyone's friend. I personally think we're viewed as Switzerland. We're no one's threat, and that's yeah. our biggest opportunity. Uh, we still got a clean, green image, and also um, everyone loves a Kiwi. Yeah, <laughs> they're not too sure about Australians, but they actually <laughs> love a Kiwi. Do so. you pass yourself off as a Kiwi now, do you I, I do in America, so oh. um, and, on, okay. and they think um, New Zealand's part of Australia. But then I said, no, I correct them now. Um, I actually made a promise to myself: if we ever become a unicorn, I, I will switch my passport. To New Zealand citizenships uh, oh, yeah. because I wouldn't have done it without New Zealand, to be honest. So it's um, pretty cool to Fantastic. call yourself a Kiwi. So Fantastic. All right,
0: um, quickfire three. Can you tell me New Zealand's three best exports, you reckon?
1: Always has been, always will be tourism. We're bouncing back fast. Technology. Uh, there's so many cool things out there coming out that we don't even know about as a country ourselves. Um, we, we need to do inside. Yep. New Zealand tech, yep. um, instead of Mark offshore, and then I would put probably our wine and our um, dairy industry. So you just get
0: four now. Okay, that's good though. Uh, it's fantastic, and clearly living in the Hawkes Bay, you know a little bit about the wine sector as well. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Good, good, good on you. Well, David and book me, Bob. Thank you for flying the fern. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast series is all about highlighting the amazing work New Zealand companies are doing in a variety of sectors and spaces. If you like this episode, there's plenty more great stories from Flying the Firm podcast that you can listen to. Just go ahead and check them out where you found this one. We're also highlighting the Fernmark Licence Program, which we talked about during the episode. The Fernmark is our national symbol and a country of origin mark that helps Kiwi businesses promote trust, authenticity and credibility by leveraging the good reputation that New Zealand has overseas. To find out more or to apply to be part of the program, head to our website fernmark.nzstory.govt.nz. And lastly, please rate, review, and subscribe. It helps others find us. Hide it out for now.